a brand. 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 Reflects the people that it serves. It electrifies you through your body. It's the total of everything that a business does and says and represents in the mind of its audience. How do we come alongside with you? I think that's the first part really of building a brand is having a vision. And you have to be really intentional about it. You have to continually present yourself as a solution for a problem. You can create a circle of ecosystem where someone feels like they're surrounded by you, but not necessarily overwhelmed by you. An unbreakable brand builds your momentum in business and paves the way for profit and prestige. And you can't do that if you don't actually have a brand that backs that up. Welcome to the Unbreakable Brands Podcast, exclusively for business owners and CEOs ready to be rock solidly seen because blending is boring. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, a former teacher turned two-time founder, TEDx speaker, coach for rising creatives, and the CEO of a strategic brand design agency. In this podcast, you'll hear the top strategies and stories from brand builders that help them create the momentum to scale while leaving more than an imprint, but an actual impact. Let's begin. Oh, we could, we could fly. Bethany here. In this short and to the point episode, we are going to talk about client retention specifically for service providers. So if you're an online service provider or a service provider of any time, this is going to be really helpful for you to get out of the referral cycle being your main and only way to bring in clients and instead focus on retention to keep the incredible clients you've already gotten. This certainly contains strategies and tips that would be applicable for product-based businesses. But again, this is geared specifically for service-based businesses and companies. Okay, let's get into it. So first things first, retention is... I I can't even talk about how important it is, but it's important because it's a key piece in building a sustainable structure for your brand. Because if you're constantly having to bring in new clients all the time, then at some point it's going to get really exhausting. Or if you're constantly bringing in clients specifically from referrals and don't have a lead generation strategy in place or strategies in place, then again, it's going to lead to burnout and be super exhausting. I do have a previous episode on lead generation and the top three strategies for lead generation when it comes to bringing in new clients. So definitely listen to that one if you haven't. But in this one, we're just going to talk about retention. So that means if you already have clients, how are you planning to keep those clients? Retaining clients and not always doing like a one and done kind of project is a key way to increase your revenue and start income stacking. It's also a great way to kind of bridge the gap between, I I know a lot of service providers are between this like, okay, I'm constantly bringing in new clients. Let's say you have a really great lead generation strategy that involves social and own content and visibility. Amazing. But you want to get to the point where you have, quote, passive income, right? Which 
I put that in quotes because like <laughs> passive income is never truly passive. And maybe you're building out a webinar series, a course, a product of some kind that's going to give you a little bit more space and time and allow you to be even more, you know, particular about who you choose to work with. The reasons for building passive income are endless. It's a great venture to go down, especially as a service provider, once you've got consistent client flow. But when you're you're getting to the point where you're you getting people to buy that product, whatever it is, there's that space in between and the retention factor of keeping clients you already have is going to be huge for making that transition even easier. Okay, so um, in terms of retention, just to throw out some ideas, if you're like, because a lot of times I'll say this and they're like, oh, but I do this one thing, it's incredible, I deliver the transformation, but then there's not really too much else I can do. I promise you there is something else you can do that your clients most likely need, especially if they're running a company or business and you're B2B, like monthly social media graphics, launch support, email writing, like weekly, caption writing for social media. If you're a photographer, family sessions yearly, mini sessions, brand photography, memberships with education, or exclusive memberships with exclusive content. It's like the next level, right, of whatever your product suite is. And when you're thinking about retention, you want to think about building a system that keeps this in place so that you're not like, constantly having to follow up with past clients. And how you do this is you're making retention, your retention strategy, a part of your offboarding process. It should be a part of your offboarding process. So here are some ways that you can do that. And so that it's just automatically happening. Obviously, you need to figure out what you're going to offer your clients in terms of retention. If you don't know that, Take a minute right now to do some market research, reach out to those past clients that you're like, I loved working with this person. I loved working with this company. I want to work with them more or get more companies like them. Like reach out, ask them some questions about what they felt like they needed when they were done or if there is anything they need. Or you could look over and do an audit. Let's say it's been a year since you worked together. You could do an audit for them and be like, hey, I'm going to offer all of my past clients or the first three of my past clients an audit on XYZ that we did for them. And by doing that audit, you'll probably notice things that they're going to need consistent help with, and that can inform your retention plan. But it's definitely worth it to take that time and just inquire with your past clients to make sure that whatever you're offering for future clients that you want to retain actually makes sense. So take the time to do that. But here's here's some ways you can do that in terms of your offboarding process. So number one, you should definitely have a success guide or some sort of ending piece of communication with your client. I call mine a success guide. My success guide literally just goes over like saying congratulations, you have your brand and website or whatever the deliverable was. I'm here rooting for you. This guide literally proves that I'm rooting for you because here's what I'm going to run through with you. I run through their brand launch plan that so they have like a mock calendar with their brand launch plan. I give them a caption that they can post with launch graphics within the success guide. So I truly set them up for like, here's your next action steps to take if you're unsure. I give them free blog posts, like connect them with all the resources, right? So it's not just like I'm trying to sell a specific offer right after they've just finished working with me. Instead, I'm like, here's all the ways I'm supporting you 
as I send you off into the world to do this incredible thing. And then after that is where you say, also, if you need it, I have these services. And I I, sh- I tell them about my other services so that they can continue to keep me as a designer on retainer or whichever one they might pick, right? And what that looks like. And I also let them know, oh, if you have a launch coming up in the next few years or whenever you're going to do it, obviously reach out to me because I'm going to provide all your launch graphics for it. And that's under this service. So that's an important piece. But you want to first front load it with like, I'm not trying to immediately sell you anything. I'm here to support you. And here's all the offerings I have that continue to support your success, which is why it's called the success guide. And then also in the success guide, you of course want to mention if you have any sort of referral program. So if they send someone, you know, to you because they loved working with you so much, you know, if you have a gift or a referral program in place, you want to make sure that they know about that in the offboarding process because that's an important piece as well. Other pieces you can do in offboarding process to make this even more effective is a video recording or a video meeting at the end and you go through something like the success guide in person or maybe some designers I know go through their actual deliverables at the end in a live meeting or in my case I do a video recording and in that process you can talk to them about ways you can support them in the future. You should also most definitely have automated check-in emails on top of the video recording meeting success guide, however you you operate your offboarding process, automated check-in emails. Hey, how are you doing? Anything, you know, I can help you with? Were you able to do XYZ as I offboarded you? And that's going to check in. And if they're like, oh, I didn't have time or I wasn't able to, or I need help with this, then you know exactly how you can help them, right? And I do want to mention When you're talking about retention, whatever your retention offers are for past clients, the offers for past clients, this is not necessarily about like a $30 a month thing, right? I've mentored a lot of brand and web designers and a lot of them are like, oh, well, I could offer a website updating service where I just update their website and keep it, keep it thriving basically, um, which is very relevant for WordPress websites and and charge $30 a month. And you could, but sometimes with those types of offers, it can open the door to a constant influx of small little pieces of work that they may want you to do or scope creeping. So you want to be really strategic about your retention offer and make sure that it's actually an offer that's sustainable for you and your business. Like if it's a monthly support offer, is $30 a month actually sustainable for you and your business and worth your time and effort and all of the things that you're going to be doing and remembering for this client? Or does this need to be something that's, you know, obviously going to bring in a little more income and make it worth it for you to be in this client's brand or business every single month. So that's super important to keep in mind for sure. Okay, that's all I have to share with you today. It has hopefully given you some ideas, some things that you can start implementing and taking action on to keep those incredible clients that you already have. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Brands podcast. 
I would love to hear from you as you forge forward, not just as a business, but as a rock solid brand on your entrepreneurial journey. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Unbreakable Brands Pod to continue the conversation. If you're a business owner and you're ready to increase your business visibility by creating and cultivating a legacy brand, reach out to my brand agency at Bethany Works Design or fill out my inquiry form on bethanyworks.com. As always, I am rooting for you. I would like to take a moment to thank my team who provides incredible support on our path to building and educating on Unbreakable Brands. You can visit unbreakablebrands.com to view all the episodes or pop over to bethanyworks.com to check out my brand and web design agency. I'm your host, Bethany McCamish, signing off. Until next time.